Hello, everybody, and welcome to the last mini-episode for the character introductions of Agents of Farsight. I am John Crowley, the GM and the Wandering Alchemist. I'm here today, after, I don't know, two weeks of waiting, <laughs> uh, and doing it last minute with my sister Erin, uh, to provide you guys with the introduction to her gnomish character, Wilma. 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 Um, like the others, we have a written piece to introduce Wilma to you, and then we will talk about some of the mechanical choices for Wilma and how that relates to her as a person, and um, maybe some more details that I can pry from her, depending on what she wrote. Maybe not. Uh, so, without further ado, we'll let Aaron introduce you. To Wilma. My name is Wilma Overdottle. I come from a long line of Overdottles. My dad, Sir Walter Overdottle VIII, says we've been around forever, but I don't know if that's true. I should be Lady Overdottle the Ninth, but after Mom died, I said fuck that, and I followed my own path. Instead of becoming royalty, I became a teacher, doing what I love, teaching non-mechanical atomic wizardry on the coast of Eridicea. The coast quickly became my home, where I lived with my best friend and fellow professor at Cogwitten University, Francis Wilburton. Francis was so excited to show me something before he disappeared. He had been working on something, a kind of clock, but it looked like us, like a gnome, and he said it was going to be able to think for itself. The day he was finally going to show it to me, everything went wrong. I went into his lab after my classes finished, and there was this flash of green light. I must have passed out because I just remember seeing one of us, a gnome, who just wasn't right. They had on these overalls and were wearing a broken flower pot on its head, and it was sitting in a field of flowers, and it didn't blink. Anyway, when I woke up, Francis was gone, and he hasn't been heard from since. I tried to work on his clock, but the university got pretty mad and started throwing around words like classified and unpaid leave, so I took a little trip to the beach. Just three days or so. Just me and my cat, Veronica. When I got home, I had gotten my letter from Farsight, and it was time to go. Okay. So. That's it. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about Wilma. Wilma with an H. Yes, Wilma with an H. Uh, so, Wilma is the ninth, or should be the ninth in a line of royal knights. Yes. Um, so does your father live on the coast, or is he back in the homeland disappointed in you? He, um, decided to go back to the homeland. He's disappointed in me. You know, he moved here with me, hoping I would change my mind, but... But that didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. Um, so you were a teacher at school. Yes. Where you learned atomic wizard... Atomic? Yeah. Atomic wizardry. Yes. How to be a atomic warlock, radiomancy, if you will. If you will. Because Eridicia has, uh, if I remember correctly, iridium as a a power source. Yes. Uh, so the audience can think think clockwork steampunk fallout. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything is powered by radioactive materials. But also, like, steampunky. So, think, like, steam trains. But instead of being run off coal, they're run off plutonium. Or, <laughs> in this case, iridium. Yes. But as an atomic warlock, you harness that energy 
into magical blasts of green destruction. Yes. Um, when he showed you the thing, mm-hmm. and then an explosion-esque event occurred, Yeah. you had this vision of the, the what you don't know is a garden gnome. Right. And you've become obsessed with it. I have. So why don't you tell our audience... <laughs> In what way you express that obsession? Okay. So, Wilma is infatuated with garden gnomes to the point where when Farsight asked if there was any requests for specific armor, her request was that her helmet be this broken flower pot helm. And instead of just a regular battle axe, she wields a giant metal flower. (laughs) Because she's crazy. Yeah, think like, um... Except they're real armor and weapons. So think like... Uh, that strange guy in the hipster city with all the scrap metal (laughs) artwork in his lawn. She's walking that now. Yeah. Um... She's a little crazy, a lot insecure. A little touched (laughs) at this point. But you don't remember anything else. Right, that's, that's all you it. remember. Hopefully Farsight can help you with that. Oh, goodness. Why else? Why else join them? What else can we... Let's bring out your character sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so why don't you talk about your hindrances. Okay. And those relationships with Wilma as a character. Okay. So, um, I'm small, obviously. I'm a gnome. Uh-huh. That makes me a little less tough. Um, that's one of my hindrances. I also took um, bad luck as my major hindrance, so I get some disadvantages because of that. I'm just unlucky. Whoops. <laughs> um, I have bad eyes, so I wear glasses, but um, I wear one of those stupid strap thingies on them, so it's okay. I'm not going to lose them. <laughs> <laughs> um, my other my minor hindrance, which I took, which has, um, you'll find out, quickly became a major hindrance for my character, is she's um, wildly insecure. Yes. So giving up the royal heritage has kind of left Wilma insecure in everything she does. Um, Just that? Not being fired? Might be everything else she's also (laughs) ever done. So she's wildly insecure, but she does things well, mostly. Mostly. (laughs) You'll see. (laughs) But uh, Wilma is wildly insecure, needs constant reassurance, and just wants validation. (laughs) Poor Wilma. (laughs) Uh, But what are you good at? Um, Radiomancy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, I'm a little gambler. Living in the city will do that to you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So why don't you talk about your two powers that you currently have for Radiomancy? Oh, okay. So I, um... They're pretty basic. Yeah. So I uh, took... They're called, um... What's it called? Powers? Flavor. (laughs) Oh, trapping? Yes, trapping. Yes. On my powers, so, um... Radioactive trapping. So one of them is, um... So you have... She has burst. Mm Mm-hmm. And she has... Bolt. So burst is for, like, close-up. And Bolt is for far away. Right. Um, and if I remember correctly... The bur- my burst is unstable. Yes, which means you can do a lot of damage with yeah, it. Yeah. I can also fuck myself up pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, uh, and and then, I... Yeah. 
And then Bolt is... My Bolt is... Um, what's the word for it? I don't remember. Uh, your Bolt... Unstable? No, no. that's that one. Is it just fatigue? Yeah, I guess it yeah. is. I, I do have that written down. I just That didn't sound right to me. Okay. So, my Bolt is um, trapped with the fatigue... Um, which basically means that when someone gets hit, they can take fatigue and mm-hmm. do damage that way. Essentially, yeah, they, they must make a vigor check or become fatigued. Similar to the rules for radiation in general. Right. Um, for the listeners, uh, these, both of these trappings and her atomic wizardry slash radiomancy slash however else you want to call it, uh, is also and all homebrewed. So you won't find those in the books. Um, if you're a patron, you can find it on Patreon. If you're not, you can find it maybe in the future, or you can become a patron and look at it right now. <laughs> um, so everything that she has, she has for her magic is homebrewed and all bright green and radioactive. Yes. I um, am radio. <laughs> you are radio? <laughs> Radioactive. <laughs> Radioactive. <laughs> That's true. And then you also took first strike. Yes. As an edge. I did. Why did you take first strike? Um, being small has disadvantages. So first strike allows me when someone moves adjacent to me, I um get a free fighting attack. Mm-hmm. So I think that as like kind of a tanky character, even though I'm small and scared. (laughs) Um, That gives me the advantage to be able to hit if someone moves past me or close to me. Um, And I thought that was important since I've got some uh, friends (laughs) who can heal me. That's true. When I get hurt. And I do get hurts. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) So much of a spoiler. No, it's really not. So you got gambling. (laughs) Yeah. Any other skills associated to your... Your city living? Throwing. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't remember throwing. Um, other than basic normal skills, you have fighting. I have fighting, shooting, stealth, throwing. I don't know why I took throwing. Survival. How'd you learn survival? It's a gnome no world out there. <laughs> Back in the homeland, you gotta find your berries. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it, too. Um, it's probably your upbringing with your dad. Yeah. So, let's see. You got your hindrances. Yes. You got your edges. We talked about your powers. Yes. Uh, we want to some... talk about Veronica? Would you like to talk about Veronica? She's my cat. She's real cute. She's gray. What'd you do with her when you left? Well, I left enough food for a while, and I left the water on the sink running. Sink? You don't have sinks. Shit. I left a pond. And I asked... <laughs> a whole pond. <laughs> um, and I asked um, Norman to look in on her. Mm. I hope Norman does. <laughs> Poor Veronica. One day we'll find out what happened to Veronica. Folks. She's gonna be okay. <laughs> she has to be. We're only growing your insecurities. More and more. Lovely. She write Norman a letter. Poor Veronica. Oh, Veronica didn't deserve this life. That's true. See what you've done? Oh, no. Uh, so. Oh. 
What items did you get? What items do you have? Were you equipped with by Farsight? Rope. You have your and three flasks. And your fancy armor. <laughs> and my fancy armor. And your fancy weapon. And my fancy weapon. Mostly your fancy armor and fancy weapon. Yeah. That are specified to your designs. And a rope and three flasks. Those will be helpful. My helm helps with headshots. That's true. 50% of the time. <laughs> also true. Um, so let's see. What are you hoping to find out in Farsight? A little bit more about this fucking... Gnome in a field. Mm-hmm. Why it doesn't blink? Mm-hmm. What, what's that all about? Where's Francis? Why wouldn't they let me work on the clock? Clockwork good, gnome. Good question. Home of the fighting clocks. <laughs> non sequitur. <laughs> um, Apparently, Cogwitten University is the home of the fighting clocks. Uh, and you guys have some fantasy sports to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> Rackets! Because Aaron is going to have to make a fantasy sport that the fighting clocks uh, participate in. I know you guys are excited. Uh, uh, along the Eridician coast, along with the other universities there. We can't fly, right? No, no you cannot fly. <laughs> is there anything we can fly? There's prob- There might be inventions. Cool. But, like, you can't just make gnomish Quidditch. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you're hoping to find Francis and maybe yeah. learn something about what's going on with this clockwork robot. Yeah. Um, do you want to visit home anytime soon? I'd like to visit my dad. See if he's still alive. I mean, it hasn't been that long. He's old, though. Oh, okay. How old? Like, 80. That's not that old for The youngest of six. But I got the name... Jeez. And fucked it all up. Good job. No, I'm not really the youngest of eight. <laughs> <laughs> There's only five of us. To be determined. <laughs> TBD. Um, let's see. My mom's dead. Yeah, you said that. Okay, so I gave everyone else homework assignments. Fun fact, surprise for everybody. Listeners knew about it, though. If you listen to the other episodes, which are already out because you took so long, you'd know that they got homework assignments. Motherfucker. <laughs> I listened to them almost all the way through. Whoops. So. Oh, shit. I have enough homework. Dad, your homework assignment is to start thinking about your the, the Royal Knighthood Organization. Oh, good. Whatever that's called. Whatever they're all about. Why didn't you join them? Okay. Because they're a bunch of pricks. Okay. Think about that. Figure out about, like, their symbol. Okay. Like, their name. Why you didn't join them. What they do. Some family history. God. Maybe a little bit more about this clockwork gnome guy. I came up with a cat's name. Isn't that enough for you? No. Also... I'm going to need to know who Norman is and why you entrusted Norman with Veronica's life. Oh. Eventually. He's my not intern. Not right now. He's your intern. Perfect. Run with that. But not right now. <laughs> it's homework assignment. I think that's everything for Wilma. That's me. Uh, there was more for the other players, but Erin uh, tends to just fly by the seat of her pants with these things and develop as we go. That's me. Uh... <laughs> 
So, oh, shit. but we have some stuff, and you have homework. I do. And a cat. And maybe a cat. We'll see. Veronica. This is it, friends. Wondering Alchemist here to thank you for listening to our final introductory minisode. Next week, we finally arrive to the beginning of our campaign. Just don't get too excited yet. The first two episodes will feature our Session Zero, where our players took their ideas and fleshed out their characters mechanically. We sit down with a basic overview and dive into the Savage World system, coupled with my home-brewed Alpha Rulebook. In those episodes, you will hear us figure out some of what we discussed during these introductions and learn what the different stats all mean. You will also hear a solid discussion on some of the rules we will be using for things like insanity. If you aren't into that, that's okay. That's why we made these intros. Just wait a couple more weeks and join us on our first adventure. Until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at agents underscore farsight to watch out for the release of our first true episode and keep up to date with what is going on. We'll see you soon on Agents of Farsight.